Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radioland. This is Those Muckrakers coming to you again once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. And I'm Bobby. And this is episode 122. And in today's episode, tell them what we'll be talking about, Pete. Uh, Florida. And a lady airplane named Florida Man. And some COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And some Chinese stuff. And some how to raise your kids or how to not raise your kids. Um, isn't it fantastic that trump just kept saying the china virus and suddenly like violent attacks against chinese people in america shot up by like 200 percent? i think it's more bothersome that just an idiot can say some stuff and people are less like Mm -hmm. well you're right i should attack people of a different ethnicity it's insane to me that he's not being held more more to account for that i I think it's less you're right i should attack people of of a different ethnicity and more i've always hated those people here's my chance to feel justified like Mm -hmm. yeah it's basically it there's a well, as one person said, you know, the, all the stuff that your racist uncle mutters around Thanksgiving. Well, our country, as it turns out, is about 45 percent racist uncles. So we're yeah. going to have to learn to deal with them. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's it's 45 percent like Uncle that. Jerry. And it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's difficult to explain to people that like whenever they're like, well, you just hate America. I'm like, yeah, because this country has like we've got like load bearing racism just mm-hmm. built right in like it's just it's it's really mm-hmm. difficult and then if you pull I, it out the core of what is america right. just collapses yeah it's I will basically say, yeah it's structural racism like I, stop I calling like, it systemic racism start calling it structural racism because it is load-bearing the reason mm-hmm. i keep i feel like i stay and i keep trying to change stuff is because like i think you you find these points in history where like at least we have these like super like lofty ideals that we don't live up to, but at least some of us are fucking trying. So all those people are like, you don't like it, get out. I'm like, I you don't like America and you can get out. I'm going to try to change it. Um, you know, like, uh, cause it just, well, it, no, no, no. That's what you just need to start telling people who complain about Biden, especially conservatives. If you yeah. don't like it, get out. You know, like, Argentina loves people he, like you. Exactly. Joe you know? Biden <laughs> is America. And if you don't like America and you can get out. Yeah, I hear Argentina really likes people who are just asking questions and <laughs> playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. and doesn't hate the Jews. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Wally, you said you had some uh, wonderful COVID news. I do. So would you like for the uh, to hear the bad news first or the bad news? That's no, the bad news. So uh, COVID's on the rise in all 50 states again, and we're already starting to talk about locking the country back down once more to uh, try it. and stem the uh, the curve, right? Somebody, so this is actually the fourth wave at this point. Somebody, uh, infection rates are up 70% over the last two weeks. Somebody posted the other day, they were like, there won't be a lockdown. We'll just normalize people dying. And I'm like, no, because it kills too many of the poor people you need to make the shit that makes rich people happy. You can't yeah. normalize that. If there's nobody to like you know um fucking work your lowest tier then it fucks up the upper tier like all those people are like i can't believe nobody's working in mcdonald's uh yeah that's because they're dead yeah Yeah, they're They're dead dead, dave everybody's dead (laughs) everybody's dead all the essential workers are dead yeah no but some of these people i swear to god we could be going through the zombie apocalypse and they would be sitting in the drive-thru like full-blown the walking dead is in season three now i'm not these people don't want to keep me eaten by zombies but i just say it should be every american's god-given right to get eaten by a zombie if they want i'm not gonna tell them to not go out and get eaten by a zombie it's their personal choice 
Nanny State, Joe Biden ain't going to be going door to door boarding me against the zombies. He wants to board up my windows and door. He can get right out of my property. There was uh, there there was somebody on Twitter, I forget who it was, and they said that uh, every viral outbreak in zombie movie from here on out is going to feel very unrealistic if there aren't hordes of people running towards the infected saying it's fake news and then getting infected. Like, it's fake news. There ain't no zombies. It's no, real, news. real it's literally- bad news out of Louisiana, especially out of a town that I hold dear, um, Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, a nurse at Lafayette General who was a, who became an Instagram star locally for saying like, you know, the death rate's not that bad. You should just, you know, just be careful. Don't worry about, we shouldn't be forced to wear masks and social distance and everything should be open. We should just let this run its course. Uh, yeah, this past week she died of COVID. Um, for also uh, spreading vaccine misinformation and possibly causing a lot more infections than have, just her own. Have, have, have you guys had COVID? Me? I have, yeah, yeah. It yeah. did you were you asymptomatic or did it like I was um, completely asymptomatic? My roommate, not so lucky. Uh, my say, you, my roommate, you, I was very close to bringing him to the hospital. Like there were three days there where he could not get out of bed. Damn. Yeah, no, I, I, me and your roommate had it about the same. I, I could yeah. move around a little bit, but like it, it actually was difficult to wear a mask. Just that little bit of like restriction on my breathing made it. I mean, I still wore a mask. I'm not an asshole, but I was like, oh, this is hard. Um, I was, uh, I had the uh, oxygen monitor and I was told by my doctor, if it went below a certain point, go to the hospital. So like, it would like drop really low. And I'd be like, (gasps) and I would just watch the oxygen Mm. thing, just slowly climb back up to like, you're not going (laughs) to die. And I'm like, well, this is why I'm not going to the hospital because it'll climb back up and they'll send me home. And they don't get that's that's one of my worst fears is that I'll finally go see a doctor about something and I'll get better on the trip over to the hospital. Well, that's what like, ah. so my oxygen didn't stay down. The way, the way I was raised is you don't cause a fuss and you don't like bother people unnecessarily. So I feel really bad if I go there and they're like, you're fine. Like, that's the worst news well, I can the, hear. It's well, like, oh, was, sorry for disturbing you. The other thing was there was not the much the hospital could do for you except, you know, put you on a breathing machine. And, and I did basically give you antibiotics. So you yeah. can get, you know, another, you know, try to try to prevent pneumonia, basically. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. want to. I did. Also, I did the, the idea of sitting in a hospital like emergency room, just like <gasps> for like four hours. I was like, I think I'd rather die in bed. Um, <laughs> it was just True. fucking awful. So anybody that's like, it's fake news. It's not that bad. I go, oh, I just want to I just want to find him and just punch him in the fucking solar plexus a whole lot so they can't breathe and be like, it's like so that right now, now for weeks. So right yeah. now, Joe Biden is trying to send people like uh, as part of a community outreach program. He's trying to get people to go door to door to let people know that the vaccine exists to try and stem the tide to save lives. And Fox News is losing their shit about this. They're saying, oh, this is it. The, the Nazi uprising is coming in the form of people goose-stepping right up to your front door. A guy in a mask is going to show up and tell you how to live your life. Because yeah, the are, Nazis, the Nazis were all like, you know what we need? We need to vaccinate everyone. We need to vaccinate the Jews. That's what Blitzkrieg meant. Blitzkrieg was like a, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a, it was a lightning health thing where they just rolled into other countries and were like, we we're going to fix your health system. The Jews and give them the polio virus. No, no, that, I mean I love, the polio vaccine. <laughs> and, and and I love trying to explain to people. They're like, well, the Nazis socialized medicine. I'm like, no, actually, the Kaiser socialized medicine in like the 1890s and then the nazis really didn't touch the how the medicine gets to people they just restricted anyone from getting medicine if they weren't full-blooded area like that was was the whole thing 
just a troll but, back uh, when I was uh, back when I was a smoker, I used to point out that the Nazis started the first anti-smoking campaign. So I'd be like, <laughs> I ain't no fucking Nazi. Take a deep breath. Yeah, we had a lot of stupid things mm-hmm. we said about smoking. And <laughs> if I could go back um, in time, I would slap myself every earlier version of myself. <laughs> just like smack the, the cigarette right well, out of your I mouth. Mean, it's you, like, it's, no, bad. If, if you aren't embarrassed of who you were as a teenager or an early 20 something, were you that means really you're still that way now. Or an early 20 <laughs> oh, no, if like, you're not embarrassed, you're definitely a Republican <laughs> <laughs> because your way of acting and thinking has not changed since you were 15. Yeah, speaking of the way Republicans act and them needing to be punished so they'll stop acting that way. And speaking of vaccines and people not getting them because of crazy people, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been banned from Twitter for 12 hours for spreading misinformation about the vaccine. She's trying to get those people little, to like, not handheld poppers to just go, we did it. <laughs> yeah, for, for 12 beautiful hours, we don't have to listen to her spread lies and misinformation. Because the surge of misinformation online, especially Facebook, actually, is what's killing people right now. I like guess literally killing people. There's, and Fox News isn't I, helping matters at all. They're I, exacerbating the matter. I, I am genuinely surprised. I am genuinely, genuinely, genuinely surprised that one of those 12 people who were responsible for like 60% of the misinformation online, I'm super surprised that Donald Trump is not one of them. Like, <laughs> well, like one of he's banned from everything online right now. Misinformation about COVID and the vaccine. Well, you like, know that it, you know that the reason the ban works for Trump is he's too stupid to figure out how to start a second account, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he tried. The day they banned him, he tried to take over a staffer's account, so they perma banned that yeah, person as that's, well. That's what and I mean. I just thought that that was fucking ridiculous because, like, your was. boss comes to you and goes, "Give me your phone right now," and you're Give like, your "No, phone. I, I, don't I have an important to. tweet to make." So uh, I have an important, yeah, I have an important tweet to make, and I'm going to make it on your account. I'd be like, "No, go fuck yourself!" Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck read to that? I'm just surprised it wasn't like he wasn't trying to make accounts like real Donald Trump one. <laughs> Real Donald Trump one one two. Those accounts exist. They probably just sock puppet, you know. Yeah. I love that um in South Park, Mr. Garrison's account was a uh, real president for <laughs> there's, so there's so. a thing they're doing right now in new york with the co- with covid that i hate because i'm too cheap to pay for hulu without ads yeah. um, and so there's this commercial and it's like a new york strong commercial like we fought covid and blah 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 and so they with 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 prison slave labor yes yeah. yes you fought covid they're yeah. like I, I really hate this whole like new york tough we want to go no science developed a vaccine and enough people fucking took it. New York didn't win shit. It wasn't like we were doing anything. People still refused to like lock down. <laughs> I, I believe what you mean thing. is that Donald Trump invented the uh, vaccine with his own two hands and then had well, no, Eric no, no, and no, no. Don see, Jr. distribute it. Peter, you don't understand, okay? Like It's 90% baby boomers, bleach, baby boomers 10% sunlight. Millennials because they say that we're the participation trophy generation, but they forgot that they're the ones who gave us the participation mm-hmm. trophies. Mm-hmm. Governor Cuomo is just trying to give the whole state a participation yeah. trophy. Well, the worst, and there's so, Gen X right there in the so middle just hating their, both sides. Their target marketing for this commercial is people that are too stupid to go get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they interview the dumbest people. They're like, why are you getting the vaccine? And the, uh, it's a bunch of like dead-eyed, you know, just like, ah, Oh, I'm uh, I'm getting the vaccine because my 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 mama said I su- I supposed to or like I, I've, I most of my family died and I just don't want any more of them to die so I'm getting the vaccine and some guys like hey I thought this was a place to get some pizza like it's just like the dumbest <laughs> weirdest and I go oh because people that are too stupid to get the vaccine will be like oh that guy's getting a vaccine I'll get one too hey like 
<laughs> and they keep it on repeat. And I'm like, oh my god, my fucking eyes are gonna melt out of my head. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Um, it's people smart enough to get a vaccine have already long gotten it, so you can't appeal yeah. to them anymore with intelligence, you right? Because you want uh, you you got to people on TV got to be like, hey, he's just like me. This is a mm-hmm. dumb fucking person that wouldn't get the vaccine. Oh, that's why Yo, Donald Trump appeals hey, to so many people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking just, like, just a just a stereotypical guy with just big thick cheddar cheese gold chains and like a, a white wife beater on, you know, fucking like get the hey. shot. Get the shot. Get the shot. <laughs> I fucking got the vaccine because I can't fucking hit my wife if she got COVID. No, <laughs> see, I think I think that the I think that the White House and the CDC missed a trick because what they should have done is presented the vaccine specifically to the most to the majority white suburbs of major cities. They should have distributed the vaccine in the form of a multi-level marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. Everyone would have gotten vaccinated. We would have vaccinated more than the population of the planet by now. I'm just looking and, for uh, a couple of vaccinated <laughs> boss bitches who want to make some money in their free time. I'm, uh, now remember this is a uh, a timeshare vaccination so yeah. as soon as you get it you're gonna have to pass it on to the next you gotta get two a, people you gotta get two people in your downstream to get vaxxed and then they gotta get two more people and in that's how you get, get the good vaccine in order to get double diamond vaccinated uh level and get the and get the extra 15 dollar bonus you have to get five of your five downstream vaccinators to vaccinate five people i tell you what really makes me mad about COVID is that my sense of smell still fucked up because the other day i was hiking in the woods and i stopped my roommate is still having my roommate definitely has long-haul COVID symptoms like he's having he's having short-term memory problems either that really just a really big pothead so it's it's you know either way (laughs) i got i got lucky because um are you experiencing any memory problems peter um forgetting things blackouts deja vu no, I'm uh, I'm I'm just my smell because the other day when so I was that's hiking, just the matrix glitching that has nothing no. to do with COVID. Yeah. I stopped it. Have you been having it. any sort of long term memory problems, Peter, like blackouts or deja vu? <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> I stopped to get water out of a stream and I almost stepped in a dead fish because I couldn't fucking smell it. Mm-hmm. My I was like, man, this stream... The stream didn't freeze, just wild and repeated the thing because the stream fucked up. That was my first thought. <laughs> He's a, he's a tricky one, man. There's a reason. There's a reason I hate him. Oh my god! Yes. So, uh, Peter, to answer a question that you had earlier, the the, the I have found a uh, so so I live in Savannah, Georgia. It is in Chatham County. Our public transportation system is called Chatham Area Transit. For cat, you gotta catch a cat. That's their slogan. Um, I really they, wish they, they would make it something it like rapid area i just wish it would spell out rabies so they could be like rapid area catch, transit. You gotta, well, rabies you gotta catch it. okay so like i'm from louisiana and 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 the new orleans like it's the nta or something like that like nota like nota like new orleans transportation authority i think they missed uh, a trick because the washington dc not about of interior do that system, system is it called, is called wamata the Washington Metro Area Transportation Authority, WMATA. And I think they missed a trick in New Orleans because they could have called their system uh, the New Orleans Metro Area Transit Authority or NOMATA because the, 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 the slogan just writes itself. It's NOMATA where, NOMATA's there. Like, <laughs> that writes itself. They missed nice. a trick. They really did. Like, yeah. Sorry, sorry, but I did find a very frequent bus in Savannah, uh, Rapid Transit. 
Uh, it's our only rapid transit bus, and it's only rapid during peak service, which by rapid, I mean you get a bus about once every 15 minutes. It is the MLK Junior Boulevard slash Westlake Apartments line, number route number 25. It starts at the Transportation Center downtown, passes by West Broad uh, Public Library, the Liberty City Communi Community Center, a post office, as well as the Probation Office, the Southeast Corrections Facility, and the Chatham Area Detention Facility. It's definitely not a bus you want to spend more that's, than 15 minutes waiting but for. But that's why it's a rapid transit bus. That's that's why. Yeah, in fact, they, they have like little markers for like, you know, where is what time will this be at like a major landmark on the route? And uh, two of them are the probation office and the Chatham area detention facility. Like it's. I guess you can't really show up late to those places, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to go visit someone. You know. Oh, I was thinking of like the whole you've been sentenced. Now you have to do that whole thing, which is crazy to me. Um, you don't automatically get sent to jail necessarily after your sentencing. A lot of times I'd be like, you have... want to. You can wait for your sentence at the jail. Like but... Tiger King did that. He waited for his sentence at the jail. Why would you do that? I would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll show up. Well, because because he wanted to do this whole thing where he left in a tiger limo. So if he wasn't sentenced, he was going to leave jail in a tiger limo. And if he like he was just waiting in the lobby and then surrendered, like you can totally do that to start right, your but, sentence as soon as possible. But there are times when like they'll say, oh, okay, also, you have to uh, Captain Scatino of the Costa Concordia, the ship that capsized off the coast of Italy like uh, seven or eight years ago. Yeah. That guy also waited right outside of jail so he could start a sentence immediately. But they'll say like, oh, you can show up next week, show up to whatever, and you'll be processed and you'll go to jail. And I go, that's an incredible amount of faith to put in somebody. They're like, hey, uh, you're going to come to jail next week, right? Well, like, someone's yes. on a flight risk and you've already got them on house arrest or like yeah. a geolocator arrest. Like, right. You know, I mean, give them a, a week to like get their affairs in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is important. But I, I'm like, I'm not a flight risk until you're like, you're going to be in jail next week. Right. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I will be in jail. next. I will show up to jail on time. Yes. And then the podcast pauses and the, uh, and the, and the prosecutor goes, this is why Peter is a flight risk. And we need the jury <laughs> to him immediately. <laughs> that was, that was one of our early plans of the podcast to get arrested. And then like, have use the podcast as exhibit B in yes. our Guantanamo trial. Basically have the council play each episode full on to the court as oh, part yeah. of the trial. So, so that at it least... becomes public record. Yeah, exactly. So somebody has to that watch be... all 122 episodes. That'd be amazing. That's right. I, I forgot about that. We were saying that uh, if we ever get our trial at Gitmo, when Trump discovers the podcast and throws us there, yeah. that um, please this enter would be all like 100 B for why we're getting waterboarded. I want all 122 episodes entered in as evidence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I have to sit there and listen to them all. Yeah, exhibits A through fucking 122. <laughs> yep. And if you won't do it, I will fire my counsel and act as my own attorney. <laughs> That's exhibit um, A as to why Peter is pleading insanity. You know, insanity is really hard to get. I do know that. And also, it's not like a get out of jail free card because then you no, have no, to no. go to a, you go to a the state ward. Yeah, you go to the state hospital for an indeterminate amount of time. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go to jail, at least they'll give you a sentence with state hospital. Yeah. They're like, we might keep you till you die. Who knows? Yeah, that's the whole thing with uh, trying to plead insanity is that you don't want to go. Yeah. to the other place especially yeah, if you're sane state, yeah, state, state hospital is not good yeah people not, uh, people always hear that oh that's the lighter sentence no that's a, that's that's like 
that's like Britney conservatorship level of hell. Like, yeah, there's no, the, yeah, there's no know. definitive way out of it. It's like going to Gitmo. It's like, how long I'll be here? Forever, maybe? <laughs> Who knows? No, I yeah. love that. People pointing out all the fucking conservative and a lot of liberal politicians are going, Cuba has so many human rights violations. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, like the torture detention facility that we illegally have on Cuba's island? Yeah, like that one? Is that, that's is that kind the of a, kind of torture and human rights violations you're talking about? Yeah, why can't we yeah. bring it to Americans? Well, oh, because it was it's illegal well, to that, do that. Well, that turned into a NIMBY exercise. Like, no state wanted to house the, you know, the federal oh. terrorism <laughs> penitentiary. Did why not? That came seems out like a that, lot of um, money. Did you hear it came out early on that Trump wanted to send, like, the first COVID victims to uh, Gitmo? Jesus fucking Christ. That, that's in one of well, the most recent books. On, He's like, don't we own an island want... out there? He thought that it was just like didn't... an island that we owned that we or could just send people on, to. I remember this. He didn't want to repatriate a fucking cruise ship that was returning to California because it was going to bump up our COVID numbers. Right. He didn't point, want that number to go up because he felt like it would hurt his reelection chances. And, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, he was right. Like Peter and I were saying before <laughs> the pandemic broke out, there's a good chance we would be talking about President Trump's second term right now if COVID hadn't happened. Yeah. Like, if so many of his saw supporters many motherfuckers voted for that asshole. At yeah, the last if so election, many of his supporters took... had not died by his own hand. <laughs> yeah. And there was yeah. a shitload of people coming out to try and boost his numbers. It's insane. Like he got legitimately more votes than any other president in history. If Biden hadn't also broken that record and got like another 5 million above it, yeah. then yeah. we'd be so well, fucked right that's now. That's actually, that's, that's in part due to, to actual factual, like grassroots Democrat get out the vote campaigns because yeah. that, that always is a double-edged sword and the Democrats always just edge out. That was what happened here in Georgia. Yeah. This was the highest voter turnout there. for any election in Georgia history. Per and they're doing everything, they're doing everything sure in their power to make sure that shit never happens. And again. the Democrats just narrowly edged out uh, Donald Trump in Georgia. Like, that's exactly what happened. And what's really awesome. It was by like, what, 2000? I remember following that for weeks after it happened. Yeah. Uh, just like watching those numbers just be incrementally a little bit higher. It was like, you know, yeah. heart stopping. But no, like, no, no. God, we I love it. Somebody. Somebody by the Saturday after uh, Saturday after the election, they were like, "From the year that brought you three months of March, here comes Tuesday, part seven. Like, <laughs> yep. I I love the um, what was it? The Bill Murray. You know, here we are on election day again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like a fucking punks of Tony Phil fucking kind of. <laughs> I was just gonna drive a car into an oncoming train at a certain point during lockdown. Oh man. No, but that Georgia yeah. flip blue, I got to tell you, like, I, I was pretty convinced. No, oh, I was, was so good. I was, was on group chat be... with some people that day. It's like, ass. Yeah, it was so, well, it was it was, so wonderful. It was, and then and then I, I highly doubt that our um, that our governor and our attorney general are going to prosecute on this. But Trump's phone call to Brad Raffensperger, our secretary of state. Very yeah, illegal. that was electioneering. That was a hundred percent electioneering. Like yeah. it was yeah. just bold faced. Trump is a criminal. He, they, Trump like, commits praise, crimes like most people breathe just constantly. Allah, praise Allah. The Republicans enforces enforce the fact that Georgia is a one-party consent to record state. Like Brad Raffensperger, a hundred percent in the right to to record Donald Trump 
mm-hmm. pressuring him to change election results pressuring after him to a cheat. recount, after a second recount, after a hand recount, a third recount, hand recount, and then after election certification by both the state legislature and and what? coming up on the you know electoral college certification. Like, what's going on with that new Arizona uh, recount where they like took all of the ballots out to um, a shed somewhere and they're using like blue pens, which is illegal to try and like change the votes. And well, it's called and, like and Cyber they, Ninja. They fucked up. They fucked up the. Uh, they fucked up the voting machines so bad. Arizona may have to buy new fucking. Voting yeah. Machines. Well, they also like, did this thing where nothing mm-hmm. they do matters now because they broke the um, uh, the ballot chain of custody. Because yeah. there's a there's a very yeah. specific law about like ballot goes here, ballot mm-hmm. goes there ballot go it's just like evidence in well, a court some case of stuff, some mm-hmm. of the stuff that they were looking for was absolutely planet bananas they were looking yeah. for they said they were looking for bamboo, bamboo. fiber mm-hmm. to prove that some of them had come like because china is just ate up with bamboo it's just all over the place you can't you they, can't walk five feet without getting bamboo just covered they were they actually got their hands on extraordinarily expensive cameras, which they were using to try and find bamboo in the, um, cause it was like, so like, uh, what do you call it? The resolution was so good on those cameras, like the 4k recording cameras to make they, sure that there's no like bamboo fibers. Inside right. They the, were mad because the, all the digital, I guess, ballots are like public record. Um, but like, they were mad because they were like, we need to see the actual ballots for, I guess, bamboo fiber and all the other mm-hmm. fucking crazy shit that's like one of the ladies one of the capital rioters right now i don't know if you guys are following this uh she's in court and there's a lot of those well she's about to get, she's about to have a competency hearing because she's declared that she is representing herself and that she is a sovereign oh, citizen fun. and that the court has no jurisdiction over her and her vessel we talked about that in another episode <laughs> and it was it was kind of like then why are you in court like then just leave if, if the Dude, yeah. I love those people. I really because the do. judge, the judge is like, the judge is like, look, if I let her represent herself, and then later on she gets good counsel and she appeals on the grounds that I was crazy, Your Honor, and I had no uh, business yeah. representing myself, you'll get like you end up getting a new trial. He goes, but you can't force somebody to take counsel. So they're like, I guess we're gonna fucking have her evaluated to see if she's crazy or if she just believes dumb shit, and then she, we can let her represent herself. Hmm. Oh my god, dude! Oh, I, wonderful. The sovereign citizen fucks like they are dangerous as hell. Yeah, 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 especially, yeah. Especially, um, especially for, uh, especially for police officers. Yeah, I don't like cops. They, they are deadly. The, the, the only thing that I think hate mm-hmm. the only the only people I think cops hate more than minorities is whenever someone starts the sovereign citizen spiel, watch the cops immediately back up and unstrap a gun because those people. We, we really just need to sit Republicans down one of these days and explain to them that blue lives matter. <laughs> um, yeah, they kill a lot of cops. So I don't know if the enemy of my enemy is my friend or just let them kill each other. But like, I mean, I don't like the sovereign citizen people either. I think they're dumb as fuck. It's just an Ouroboros at this point. It's just a snake eating its own tail. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of speaking of eating our own tail, uh, Ooh, do you guys want to hear about what yeah what Florida man did? This was actually yeah. my favorite. All right, Florida so, man. <laughs> um, I feel like Florida man stuff is a little bit overdone, but this one was just magic. Um, so <laughs> definitely if, underdone. So a Florida man was arrested after trying to throw an alligator on the roof to teach it a lesson. <laughs> now I'm just like, there's so many great ways. I'm like, is there something about alligators while, we don't know? While screaming, I've got rights. <laughs> like, like yeah, everyone knows that alligators hate roofs. That'll, that'll fucking learn him. Like, what did the gator do to offend him so that he thought it needed to be taught a lesson? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. A man from Florida has been arrested after he told police he wanted to teach an alligator a, quote, lesson by beating it and attempting to throw it on a rooftop. 
attempting. So he failed. <laughs> yeah. So well, I was also confused. I was like, did they just happen to cruise by and this dude's in his yard, just like get on up there? Like it's hard to throw an alligator. Um, I wasn't sure like the size of the alligator. It could have been like Nixon. If um, you if you see old gator, if you see this as an if like you see your neighbor doing this, do you call the police or do you just go back inside? Um, I would watch. I would just yeah, chill I mean, at my. I just chill at the fence and be like, "Yep, as you were." No, um, man, you you've got rights. You've got the alligator. No, so, so William, I'm just waiting for him to throw the gator up there and then it slides straight back down, mouth first onto his head. <laughs> so William Hodge. Also, I'm like, was this guy Captain Hook? <laughs> so William Hodge from Sweet, Homestead. Get the gator. Hey, 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 that was a crocodile. Thank you very much. Uh, he was arrested on Thursday after he stole an alligator. So this gets better. He stole the alligator from a miniature golf course. He beat it, and then he tried throwing beat it on it. the roof on the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge. Oh my god! It wasn't his roof. It wasn't it was, his roof. Also, why does a mini golf place have an alley a real alligator? Number one, Florida. Florida. Florida is the answer. <laughs> Florida two. is the answer. It's not that they have an alligator. It's that they built the mini golf place around the alligator. Well, they never tell yeah. you what the alligator like. Did it fuck up his shot? Like you know because. People get frustrated at mini golf, but better than that is you're just yeah. sitting there having a cocktail. Maybe you just played around the mini golf. You're talking with your friends and here comes this dude dragging a fucking alligator up to the cocktail lounge and then begins to try to throw it on the roof. It's like punching it. A lot of people then... don't understand is that, is that Florida, Florida as a state is actually about 20% by volume, just miniature golf courses. Right. Like there are an absurd number of miniature golf that. courses in Florida. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's Trump's paradise. Oh, there's so much golf I can do here, and the tiny little clubs fit my hands. hands. This miniature golf course. So it gets even better. It says uh, Daytona Beach Shores police officer caught the 32 year old when they saw him attempting to throw the alligator on the roof. The officer said in the report they saw Hodge beat the alligator against the wall of the building Aww. by swinging it by its tail and then threw the animal to the ground to stomp on it. Um, the man told police he was teaching it a lesson. The man is still in jail on Friday and he's facing charges of possession, which of course, injury of an alligator, unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling, theft and criminal mischief. Good. Poor Jesus fucking Poor yeah. Gator. Slinging it by the tail. I'm going to teach you a lesson. I would have just loved you a lesson, Gator. Whack. I just want to know what the lesson was. They really, man. Because that would I, that would have been mine. I would have been like in the crowd, like, what did the gator do? Why are you <laughs> I, so angry? What did it do to offend him? Like, what would be what, what would be like the number one thing a gator could do to you that would offend you, Pete? Probably fucked up his mini golf shot. Like, just like probably, walked in front of it and just like, damn it, damn. I was gonna get a hole in twenty. That dude was probably going to win a free golf game or some tchotchkes and this fucking alligator fucked it up and it has to learn. So it's not his alligator. It was just a gator he decided to beat up. No, it belonged to the uh, mini golf people. <laughs> I thought they had like stole it, brought it all the way to his house. was like, no, no, it no. As a pet and then just beat it up one day. That, no, that was my thought at the, the start of yeah, the yeah. story. No, me too. But like, no, he stole it. gets better. He stole it from a mini golf place, went to just a cocktail to lounge and just threw it against the wall and onto the roof while people are trying to drink their fucking daiquiris. <laughs> And I like his answer to the cops. Like, like, how drunk do you think the patrons of that place thought they were when they saw just a guy with a gator? Fucking, I just like Bobby, just the cops. Like, what are you doing? I, I got rights. Fuck. I got rights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sovereign citizen. You mind your business now. 
You're going to be next. <laughs> he then attempted to throw the officers on the roof as well. Oh, my God. Yep. All right, can the... I get to my news? Yes. Yes. All right. So you speaking uh, about public transit earlier, so segue <laughs> from that into uh, the plane. The public transportation, 80-year-old woman finally gets to space. So uh, this, this okay. lady right here. Uh, Wally Funk. Uh, you know, a lot of people are are like, oh, I can't believe Bezos is going to space. I'm like, really? You can't believe that Bezos is going to space? Bobby, and was it you or somebody like, else? He goes up there and dies. And I'm like, I really don't because this is who he brought with him. Well, somebody, like, brought up, somebody brought up a point that Bezos oh. is doing something that we have been doing since the 60s. Yeah, only he did it on his private dime. And and right. someone else, someone else it's, it's like the only thing that I can credit Elon Musk with is that or spacex with is that they have not been the unmitigated comedy of disastrous errors that uh blue origin has been like blue origin has had so many fucking setbacks what's blue origin blue origin is uh is bezos's space company that's who just sent jeff bezos to space um but elon musk is accidentally very hands-off with spacex and it's to the point where you know how they have like the big fucking rocket, sorry, big Falcon rocket uh, that they're trying to like, we're going to be able to send 80 people to Mars in one go. I'm like, what are 80 people going to do on Mars? Die. But it's like all this really hypothetical they would shit. Die. Meanwhile, the Falcon rocket is really fucking solid and like a good business plan. I have a feeling, I have a, I have a hypothesis that SpaceX, in order to keep Elon Musk occupied, has created this idea of the starship or the spaceship, which is, I think, what it's called, and that it's not actually a real thing that they're going for. It's just a shiny toy that they hand to Elon Musk anytime that he's getting, like, wordy in a, in a board meeting. They're just like, no, Elon, we could totally have 30-minute rocket flights from one corner of the planet to the other on this spaceship we're trying to design to go to Mars. Like, yeah, no, we, we could totally do that. That's, yeah, that's smart. You should go, listen, we're going to put you in this room where you can go and do <laughs> and just and just just play around with those and then have a press conference about it it's fine and then okay and then it gets back in and goes everyone okay so we're definitely set on a five passenger rocket that can take people to the international space station okay good good let's let's crank that out anyway um but no no no. so jeff bezos uh he brought an 18 year old with him which is really fucking suspect i don't know how much time jeff bezos spent with uh with uh what's his name uh jeffrey epstein but uh he brought an 18 year old to space but he did he did name the rocket the 18 year olds in the epstein so (laughs) you know what i mean like they're like oh forget um, about the lolita express plane but anyway it's the lolita rocket so this lady so this lady wally funk she was born in las vegas new mexico and um (laughs) it's the thinking man's las vegas um but uh, anyway, Wally Funk, she was born in uh, 1939, which makes her roughly uh, 82 shit. years old this month. And uh, she is currently uh, the oldest person to have ever gone to space. Nice. Now, what makes her really fucking significant is that this lady is one of those trailblazers that they don't teach you about in high school because, uh, you know reasons anyway to be be fair to high school there's a lot of shit we have to cover and kids don't remember most of it anyway she 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 was part of oh yeah that's like the people who were like why didn't they teach me how to file taxes in high school i'm like you're the person who would have slept through that class yeah you you can't do you can't do basic algebra you think i'm gonna teach you taxes (laughs) and people talking about why don't they teach how to write checks i remember very well like this stands out in my mind it was 25 30 years ago now i remember (laughs) 
doing like checks in high school. It was like a whole yeah. lesson dedicated wow. to it. Wow. And this that day we sat down beautiful. and we had to write like 80 checks. It was annoying. <laughs> no, but uh, so anyway, Wally Funk, she was part of the, uh, she was actually part of a private part of, it was like, you know, private contractors worked on all of America's, all of NASA's. Like a lot of people are like, we're opening up space to private companies. Private companies have been a part of our space program from the word go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the Mercury 13, as they were dubbed in the 1980s, whenever a lot of this history was good, were, they, were, were they, they were 13 astronauts uh, who were female, who were prepared for the Mercury missions. But uh, fun fact, NASA scientists, not thinking to look into it too much, were concerned about what menstruation would do in microgravity. So they just decided, we'll put off sending women to space for now. And so we didn't get a female astronaut until uh, the 1980s with Sally Ride, who was also the first lesbian in space. Oh. Um, well, the okay. first, uh, you know, out lesbian in space. I'm not too sure about the uh, the, the Soviet female cosmonaut. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I almost Wallace said like that was she the dog. did apply <laughs> for the Apollo program, but she was turned down on the basis of her gender. Uh, she then further applied for the space shuttle program to be like a mission specialist or something. And she was denied because of her age, uh, because at that point she was she was approaching 60. Anyway, so she has a very she's, she's an American aviator. Honestly, we, we need like seven or eight high schools named after this lady once she dies. Yeah. Uh, she was the first female air safety investigator for the National Transportation and Safety Board. She was the first female civilian flight instructor at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and she was the first uh, FAA inspector uh, for the well for the Federal Avi Avi Aviation Administration. Uh, and now she is the oldest person to have gone to space. She has shattered a 23-year record held by John Glenn to become the oldest human I'm, to ever travel to space. I'm actually fine with sending more old people into space. You know what I mean? Like I'm fine and, with sending more billionaires to space, given yeah. that the space shuttle had like a one in 20 chance of blowing up and killing everyone. Right. Uh, I'm totally fine with all of the, I think that's, you know, that's what Elon's waiting for. He's waiting for the Cadillac to space. That's why yeah. he sent his car up there first. He He's, he's like waiting He's he's waiting for like the the safety numbers to come down. It is going to be like, fun when the billionaires get to Mars and then they realize their money doesn't matter. And uh, also, there's oh, no, no way no, no, back. No. That's Elon Musk is going to run Mars as a company town. I hope you know. That's why he wants um, to send eighty people a pop at a time, and that's part of the problem with like say um, with like say uh, excavating and build excavating raw resources and building up industry on the moon. There's no labor to exploit it. Right, right, right. You, so you would have to bring that. all of the labor and how, like, the moon. Yeah. If we continue this track of corporate capitalism, especially neoliberal capitalism, um, uh, mining the moon for resources is never going to happen because you don't have a disposable labor force. It's going to go up. Honestly, yeah. I think the best way to compare it would be uh, to compare it to when they landed at Jamestown. Um, they basically had a company charter, everybody rolled up. Um, although Jamestown didn't plan out the labor. So they, no, they, they did not. They said a bunch of they people were basically, that were, we'll yeah. figure it out when we get there. Yeah, they said yeah. a bunch of useless people because they didn't realize, like, oh, we need people that know how to do shit. And so they all <laughs> rolled up and then we're just like, oh, we're all died. Like they almost all died. Like I think the Native Americans threw them some fish and was like, this is cold porn. You plant this and eat this because like they were not doing well at no, all. I love it. There's a uh, there's a YouTuber. Let me find him real quick, real quick. Hang on. Um, 
working on. Uh, How are you doing that? I was just going to say, whenever Peter said we need to start sending more old people to space, I like to picture that being like back in the day when it was like really, really cold out. There were blizzards. Your whole family was dying from lack of food. And you're just like, let's send grandpa out to hunt. He'll either come back with food or won't come back. We need yeah. to send old people out to space. They'll either come back with rare resources or they won't come back. Yep. There's, there's a YouTuber called uh, Paint. He does song medallies. And it's, uh, he has one song from like eight years ago called Happily Ever After, a Disney parody. And it's basically like what happened to all the princesses. And it starts with like they the Disney theme. And he goes, uh, did you ever wonder why Disney tales all end in lies? Here's what happened after all their dreams came true. And, uh, one of them is Pocahontas, and her chorus is, uh, uh, have you ever held the entrails of an English guy or bit the beating hearts of Spanish men? Have you shot, a, have you shot an arrow in some French guy's eyeball? Can you paint with all the colors in these men? Yep. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, she can murder if she pleases because she's dying of diseases. Can you paint with all the, can you paint with the red colors in these men? I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite it reminds um, me of YouTube that parody, quote. but it's really, yeah, it's a YouTuber. Was, so the question is, the when they... with the, um, that one guy that makes stuff where it's like, he's a fat guy that walks into his own uh, silhouette. He's oh. like, good evening. Oh, What's his name? Oh, um, um, crazy Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. There's an Alfred Hitchcock quote that goes, um, if you want a happy ending to your story, that'll depend entirely on when you end it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, no, I yeah. wonder. Anyway, so when that, they, that's, that's this lady. Wally, uh, 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 Wally Funk, she's fucking amazing. She's she a cool American name. hero. Uh, she should, while they're up in space, punch Bezos in the throat or try to cause some internal bleeding because you can't treat internal bleeding in uh, microgravity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, no, you, you, you bleed in. Instead of bleeding out, you bleed in because there's no way to stop internal bleeding. Wally, if you're watching, please that kill nice. Bezos while you're in orbit. I don't know when this is going out, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would, that would have been great. No, but I wonder if so, if they land, if they, they so they land people on Mars, they like send 80 people, they're going to do a company town. Do you think the planning is going to, like, they're going to have the right people to establish like a, a place on Mars? Or do you think it's going to be an unmitigated disaster because they didn't know what they were doing? Unmitigated well, disaster. Mars, you're going to be hard pressed to find people willing to go to Mars and die. Right. That's it's a, it's a one-way trip and You're like we have to because what elon musk wants is he wants a million people living and working and dying on mars by like 2050 which is an absolutely insane goal i feel uh, like the only way you'd be able to do it would be to SpaceX take has given him spaceship to just be like look at this shiny thing you go figure out what to do i mean with it maybe if you did the right. alien three model where you sent prisoners on a one-way trip you know, with the idea oh, and like, found it like you found it Australia. Or yeah, Florida. you could stay or, in jail. Or Georgia. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, Georgia was a debtor's prison, too. They were like, oh, oh all these yeah. debtors can't pay off their debts by being eaten to death by rats in English prisons. Why don't we send them to the hot ass colony of Georgia? Uh, where Which was basically of, all swamps. Yeah, they'll die of swamp diseases <laughs> while they pay back their debts. I mean, let's be honest, Savannah's still very swamp. It's still a swamp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but speaking of things that happen in the year uh, 2050, I have something from the year 2030, which may encourage us to get to space quicker in um, Pat Science Corner for this week. What's going on in Pat Science Corner, which used to be Pete Science Corner, which I assume it one day will become Bobby be Science again. Corner. 
<laughs> oh, it could be Bobby's science corner. Stay tuned for that next week, maybe. <laughs> all, but, uh, is, all is Bobby all the by time. By 2030, we will have a Bobby science corner. <laughs> by, and then by 2040, we'll be talking about all the th- everything in the past was terrible, talking about the god-awful 2030s, which apparently, and I just found this out recently, there's going to be a moon warble during those 10 oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, the moon warble. Yeah. Hooray! Why but is the it moon, warbling? The moon's just going to be a bit, because it feels like, a, like apparently it does that some times it just destabilizes and it's it's orbital mechanics and and like i've said before like like the interior of the moon is likely still molten it probably doesn't have an iron core but it's 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 probably still molten um and uh we let we've left uh seismographs on the moon and uh every once in a while like you know how the moon tugs on the earth and it creates the tides and it kind of like fucks with our orbit a little bit and keeps us from wobbling too much well we do the the the, we the earth does the same thing to the moon um and so like there there are moon quakes like it's up there some some days the moon is ringing like a bell well the moon uh, reminds me of my previous relationship um, where like like, uh all all, like movie depictions and stuff like that of like you know the lunar lander site oh it's perfectly preserved and you can still see the you probably can't still see the footprints they've probably all been filled in by by moon quakes at this point but um and the flags are probably white at this point as well yeah, bleach yeah. from the sun yeah um but no, I just, uh, the, the moon's orbit reminds me of my last relationship like the moon is constantly trying to get away from us and as soon as it almost gets there our gravity like pulls it back in for another yeah. round it actually yeah. is um slowly moving away from us at about uh what is it four inches a year I mean, that's mm. how I was in my last relationship. I'm like, if I can just move four inches away from this asshole, <laughs> I will be uh, free one day. Uh, well, one day, our moon really will just eat off into space and we'll never <laughs> see it again. Yeah. Hopefully, or, Bezos or is on it'll it. It'll come back, or, or it'll come back and hit us, which is how we think that. Um, um, it'll be stuck in the that... same orbit as we are, and then we'll just like yeah. move around and smash. Yeah, because we we do have gravity wells out in front of and behind our orbit around the sun, because the moon won't just eat off into deep space; it'll eat off into solar orbit. And then uh, it'll be a very close solar orbiting object and a very large one. And uh, it, it'll probably get like it'll probably have a couple of attempts before it eats off in the solar orbit where we kind of like leave it behind for a little while. Again, as it happened in my relationship, it took a couple of tries for I yeeted out of that thing. Because it because it all depends on if the moon leaves towards the sun or leaves towards like Jupiter, you know, or, one, of the, one of the large gravitational anchors or if the, moon, and whether or if or not the moon, it'll be it. an inside track or an outside track and whether or not we catch up to it because we lap it or right. it catches up to us because it laps us. But that, that'll take a long time. Or if the moon finally recognizes its own value and realizes it's just fine on its own. Exactly. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. technically hit it before, too. Like, because originally it was just a rogue planet or another planet in the orbit well, well, that smashed the, the into us. And then is that it was yeah. a uh, it was a roughly Mars sized planetoid that was stuck in Earth's forward gravity well. So, like, as we go around the mm-hmm. sun, we have uh, points of equidistance, basically. Uh, Jupiter has a lot of these. Uh, they're called Trojan asteroids. And uh, Earth actually has one. We we have an extra moon that nobody talks about because it's yeah. temporary. It's probably going to leave it, us it, in about a thousand years. It does like years. it does but, this uh, number, right? It's like a yo-yo. It's yeah. It's it's kind of orbiting. So here's the Earth going around the sun. We're pushing it ahead of us, basically. We're 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 it, we're we're pushing it as we move through uh, our solar uh, procession. And uh, it, it, uh, terrifying. Uh, Thea, the object that we've named, because of course we've named it. Um, that uh, that caused the moon uh, likely fell out of this uh, Trojan orbit of the Earth 
grazed the planet was obliterated by orbital forces, um, by gravitational and, and orbit. It, it reached its what's called La Roche limit, and it just basically shattered. And that's what we also think caused the caused the rings of Saturn and Jupiter were moons uh, approaching their just... La Roche limit and just and just shredding. And then all the pieces just sort of ground against each other. And for a while there, the Earth likely had a ring. And the moon, once it formed, likely had an atmosphere, like a very, very thick atmosphere at that because of the outgassing from from volcanism, which is the same reason why Earth and Venus have atmospheres and likely Mars. Yay. Yay. Hooray. So the the world is going to flood us? How's that going to happen? So the same way the moon causes our tidal forces now when it begins to warble it'll still do that but like different tidal forces and it'll be just slightly different enough that it's going to flood all the uh, the coastal cities so the gop is finally going to get their wishes then you know always bitching <laughs> about the the coastal elites ain't going to be any anymore all the coastal cities are going to flood probably get <laughs> obliterated well you know every time scientists say something's going to happen um, I hate that they keep trying to do like best, like most optimistic estimate because they keep coming back and going, uh, hey guys, uh, remember when we said that like this could be a problem in the next 200 years? Turns out 2030, 2030. So if they're saying 2030, I'm like, maybe mm. 2025, 2023. It's uh, so whenever you say conservative estimate, I also picture like the degree of damage it's going to cause is probably also being understated. So I'm just I'm flashing back to um, pre 2012. There was this map of the United States just like badly, badly flooded that they're saying the psychics are saying that this is going to be America in the future uh, after the the devastation of 2012 comes and the Mayans predictions come to pass. And that's basically what I'm thinking about while this is happening here, because I also heard another prediction say, you know, it's actually going to be 2034 or something like that. They misread the Mayan calendar. Now, well, I mean, of course, if people say every year is the last year, eventually someone's going to be yeah. right. But well, you no know, credit to the psychics on this one. I was but at the Natural History Museum. It's just, I've, I've just been thinking about that lately because that's probably what the map's going to look like largely with uh, all the flooding coming in. I took a science <laughs> class there and they were talking about they showed through fossil records the last time the Earth had this amount of CO2 in the atmosphere. And they showed us what the um, basically oh, like. Right. You had, a, you yeah, had another sh- science fact. Yeah. They showed us a map of the United States basically. Uh, what the what the oceans look like and like i couldn't until i took this class i didn't understand why the ocean level rises when the earth gets hotter and it's because thermal expansion when water is hot it expands so with the amount of co2 that was in the air last time on the fossil record they showed new york and there was a little tiny strip of the island of manhattan that was still above water most of brooklyn uh gone like uh huge just basically anything coastal and that was the amount of co2 we have in the air right now that's what the water level was last time so i just caught the silver lining to this dark cloud this is amazing we are about to obliterate the fucking gop from ever getting elected again because what is fucking us right now all these states out in the middle that are all bright red because the smart people are all on the coast as soon as the coast floods all the blue is going to come inland and spread over america and then the votes will be more in the democrats favor that's that's already happening 
with this sort of exodus from California. A lot Good. of people are leaving California for states like Wyoming and Nevada. And a lot of the GOP are going, see, this is why California sucks. It's because of the Democrats and all these people are leaving. I'm like, you realize that it's also Democrats leaving California for these red states, right? Like, you realize what that's going to do in the elections. It's going to fuck up their right? fucking certain... jury, jury rig, uh, gerrymandered maps. Well, at a certain so... point, like the GOP's only talking point is going to be a blue because like it's yeah. all going to be underwater well it's, it's <laughs> yeah. if, if there were a conservative because fox news is located would, in new york ironically I would consider i would consider conservative talking points if there were any coherent ones right like okay. I, I i would consider them like in a anyway, sane in a sane you, world in the non-darkest timeline i might be slightly conservative is um, there Am I the only one that's always found it weird that Fox News was in New York and CNN was in Georgia? Like, that seems backwards, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, <laughs> but when you realize that everybody's playing a part, no one actually cares about what they're saying for yeah. the most part. Um, I feel like yeah, some yeah. some people care. Like, um, I feel like Tucker Carlson actually cares about the things he's saying. He probably I, knows he's lying and knows he's playing a bit role, but like, he cares. And also, like Don Lemon probably cares. He seems to actually get passionate about what's going on. Wolf Blitzer, it would not surprise me to learn that he doesn't give a fuck because he's always like so deadpan when he's talking. Isn't I'm, it Wolf, uh, Wolf Blitzer, Blitzer? And this is the missing Malaysian airliner. Did, isn't it Wolf Blitzer the guy to start? Like, if you see him in your town, you know that it's about to be obliterated by a natural disaster. Was that, uh, Wolf, was that early Wolf Blitzer or was that a different guy? I feel like that's Anderson Cooper. Or might have like, been he's Anderson the one that Cooper. always goes to uh, towns that are about to flood, right? I can't, yeah, I can't remember if it was him or Anderson Cooper. Whichever one was just like the prophet of doom. Like, if you saw him <laughs> outside your house, you should get that, in your car with your family. And no, leave. no, 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 no. That, that that's, always... uh, that, that's the Weather Channel's Jim Cantori. If Jim <laughs> oh, Cantori gotcha. shows up in your neighborhood, things are about to go down. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that's Jim Cantori. He is a legend. He is a legendary cryptid of the state of Louisiana. Amazing. Um, is, uh, Mom, Jim, Jim Cantori's Cantori on the line. Fucking town, go. Fucking get um, your boat. Pack your yeah. bags. We gotta go. Um, speaking of, speaking of boats, we we talked we talked briefly about this, but I wanted I wanted to talk about this on the um on the podcast. This this right. A lot of people talk about how you should raise your kids. Um. And I, I don't know. I, I've the rod, spoil the child. I, so I saw a great meme the other day, and that's why it brought me back to this news story. It said uh, baby boomers, and they're like, we beat our kids, and they're just fine. And it says baby boomers kids, and it showed Buffalo Bill, like, doing the whole, like, we're through fuck me, I'd fuck me. Like, I go, you know what? They bring up a good point. Nobody's ever turned I mean, into a... transphobic, but it is a good point. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was because he was trans. I think it was because, like, he was a serial killer dealing with his trans issues not well. Like, mm -hmm. like he wasn't adapting well to being trans. He was murdering women and wearing yeah, their skin. But they also state explicitly in the movie that he was turned down for transition by like okay, all, all of right. the doctors who do it. Yeah. And that he's explicitly state that he is not as the eighties terminology went transsexual, which is now an outdated term, both socially and academically. It's okay. So I didn't mean to, I wasn't trying to attack no, 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 trans no, 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 people. No. Yeah. I just meant this serial killer aspect. Like boomers are like, we were fine. Um, yeah. fucking photos yeah. of like Dennis Rader and fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Um, so I go with like Leatherface. That's a good neutral. Turned out fine. And then here's a picture of Gen X. Yeah. Like it's yeah. It's, and so like the I idea is that I'm I, the, I'm the child of boomers. I am the youngest of four by 16 years because I'm the only child of the second marriage. <laughs> yeah. And so I realized <laughs> nobody has ever been turned into a serial killer by being coddled and loved too much. 
Like, no one's like, man, my parents were super supportive of my dreams. Well, and I mean, much help in my proxy syndrome does exist. And there was that 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 lady who killed her mother for make for making her for brainwashing her into believing she had cancer. To be fair, though, um, I wouldn't call that supportive. I was about no, to say, um, I just mean, ah, nobody, um, nobody's, Joffrey. Become a, nobody's become a worse person <laughs> by not being viscerally beaten by their parents. Joffrey, Donald That's Trump. <laughs> I guarantee you Trump wasn't beaten. Well, um, Trump was Trump was not beaten, but he, he was, was psychologically also, tortured. He was also neglected. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, true. Like There's his dad, his, evidence that, yeah. that Fred Trump was just the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, his mom and dad like didn't love him. You know what I mean? Like he, not yeah, he was rich, but they weren't like, "Good job, Donnie. Good job." You know what I mean? Like that never came. Daddy, out of love me, please. Yeah. So my point is, I'm being president. A, do you love me now? Being a nice parent and like doing well for your kids has never we produced. We outdid the Romneys, Daddy. We outdid them. Yeah. So these parents are definitely what I would call like Chinese boomers. Um, parents try to tame rebellious daughter by dumping her on a deserted island. The, yeah, I saw the, that. They left her with a survival expert. She was 13. So they're like, whatever that means. So they're like, this daughter is rebellious. We're going to put her on a deserted island with a strange man she doesn't know to teach her a lesson. Um so what's even well, more? I mean, that's the same thing that American parents do, but they call it like a tough love camp. Oh, you know, dude, and those are and all the abuses that come out with that. Those are so bad. Like so many kids die in those. Yeah, yeah, especially the uh, especially the tough love pray away the gay camps that oh, are yeah. just mysteriously mm-hmm. in third world countries where corrupt governments can be bribed into turning a blind eye to we are literally causing kids to commit suicide at this camp. Like, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, I feel like suicide is a better option because there are other kids that just die of horrible things like dehydration, malnutrition, yeah. beatings, like horse. I yeah. think that um, they were Peter... forced to death. If uh, if Peter was taken and dropped on a deserted island when he was thirteen, I feel like that would be Disneyland to him. Like he would be loving your your life back <laughs> there, then, right? So there was a time my dad kind of did this, and I I there's another timeline where he realized, um, like the announcer would have paused and gone like, "That's where James fucked up." I told my dad <laughs> when I was like, I must have been like seven or something like that. I was like, "I want to run away," and he goes, "Fine, after church, I will take you out to a deserted place and let you run away." So. Went through it after church. He's like, do you still want to run away? I went, yeah, I want to run away. And so he, it was me and him drives the car down this country ass road in the middle of nowhere. And he like reaches over and opens the passenger side door. And he goes, all right, you're free to go. Just, just know one thing that if you're going to run away, you can't have any of this stuff we bought you. So you got to leave your clothes and stuff here. Um, do it. And, and do so it. like, and yeah, do so, it. I, so I thought about it and I was like, nah, and like we went home, but I go, what if I call this bluff and I just stripped down and fucking took off naked across a field? <laughs> now this guy has to get out of his car and chase a naked child hmm. through the woods. Yeah, there is. There's so there's. An Imagine alternate... if you had sprinted back out onto the main road and people driving by just saw like a naked yeah. boy running and, an, and like, like an old man like, like, oh, lumbering <laughs> after him. Yeah, no, that was. And you imagine his mind if I had gone I and mean, he's just gone. Fuck, son of a bitch. Oh man. Because it was a close thing in my little seven-year-old brain. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I just I didn't like being naked was my only problem. <laughs> if I had been a little more comfortable being like one of those, one of those, you know, there are the, like the seven-year-olds that just love being naked. Like uh-huh. if I'd been one of those, man, I'd have been gone. He'd have never caught me. because I, I was hot, I'd have been sweaty and greased up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd have been like trying to tackle a bar of soap. <laughs> Amazing. 
Um, oh, so these, that would have been just like the best story ever for him to have to tell people later. Can, can you imagine if he couldn't catch me? Then he's going to call the police and tell mom like, oh, my God, that'd be even better. <laughs> you know, our I, only I bet that you were in better shape than him back then, too. Right. Yeah. So you probably could have gotten away. He definitely had like middle aged dad bod. And I had like seven year old. Like all I do all day is climb trees and fall off shit. Uh-huh. So like I was like an animal there. Like, can you basically call the cops and like, hey, um. Hey, uh, so I told my son to get naked and run through the woods, and he <laughs> did. Because the questions would probably be like, "Why are his clothes on the front seat?" Um, like, <laughs> what? What exactly? They're gonna think he murdered me. He's gonna go to jail. They're gonna go. Where's the body? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I tried to catch him, but there was just, he was just so greasy. So that, um, that yeah, the the island they would have been they would have come back to be like, "Did you learn your lesson? Wait, where is he?" Like, <laughs> And just then like someone a, a shirt <laughs> swinging on a branch somewhere. Someone just gets an arrow or a blow dart in them, and they're like, "Ah, <laughs> we made a huge mistake. He's gone feral." <laughs> yeah, but no, like, like, but, but the story in China, like, I was reading about that, and like, the authorities just brought her back to her parents. Yeah. and I'm sitting here going, this is, "Well, it's in China, uh, but like in America, CPS would be called. Like, they would take one look. Like, the cops would take one look at this survival expert and go." That's a child predator. CPS, hello? Yeah. yeah. We have an abandoned and, child on this alluvial island in the Savannah River. And it was <laughs> weird because the parents were like, we don't want to take her back yet. And they're like, the, the government's like, you have to. You can't <laughs> You can't continue to leave her on the island. Um, I'm trying to find in the article when they said what she did, but it was something very teenager. Like she stays in her room all day and dropped out of school. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was something very like, yeah, we've all been like 16 yeah yeah oh um, my God. i don't understand so, what the lesson they were trying to teach her was it's all about it's, tough love baby chinese parents tough love t- chinese parents That's- have a lot in common with florida man right like i'm surprised <laughs> they didn't take the kid bash her against the wall and like throw her on the roof her parents tried to punish <laughs> her by throwing an alligator through her window into her room <laughs> well well okay okay so speaking of speaking of terrible chinese parents uh, let me get to all of the past was terrible, but this time it has a twist um, in that in that the recent past was worse than the distant past. Trying The recent past is trying to make the distant past seem a lot worse. Anyway, so uh, the first and only ever empress of China, Wu okay. Zetan. Now, a lot of people who know about Wu Zetan know about her through... Uh, uh, Chinese biographers from like the 1800s. She ruled China like on her own for only about 30 years, but she was effectively in control of the country from, let me see here, uh, 690 to 705 AD. And basically how the story is usually told is that she was a low-level concubine, which being a low-level concubine doesn't Bring, doesn't mean a lot of what you think of whenever the word concubine is said. Like a low-level concubine for the emperor was basically, she was a woman of noble blood who couldn't be married off. And so her parents gave her to the emperor in exchange for something. And she was like a maid, essentially. They think she met the the, the current emperor that, that she was given to uh, for, like she met him while she was changing bedsheets or something. And um, anyway, she she became the de facto ruler of the Tang Dynasty by 
more or less murdering her way to the top. Uh, so whenever the original emperor died, it's usually with all of that emperor's concubines and harem, it's sort of like off to the nunnery with you. Unless right. someone, one of his sons really likes you, then you get to stay on. And that's what happened with her. She married the ninth son of the emperor that she had originally been uh, in the harem of. Um, and eventually uh, he died. And one of his brother's sons then also mysteriously died. And then another one mysteriously died. And then another one sort of died of natural causes, but we don't have really good. And anyway, so it works it all the way down to her son is now top of the pile, but oh no, he accidentally dies. Then the the wife of one of the former emperors uh, also had a son, and then he died under mysterious circumstances, and just all of a sudden, the court blames that mother and not Wu Zetan. And anyway, so Wu Zetan eventually comes to power, and there's all this, all this written about her, and she was evil, and she was wicked. Modern historians, okay, modern historians are going... A lot of these deaths can be attributed to the fact that it was the first millennium and people just died. Even rich people just sort of died of, oh, no, I got I got a splinter. Well, it was nice yeah. knowing all of you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is that sort of stuff. And uh, she um, probably did not cause as much death as her contemporary and then later historians would claim and that a lot of the ill will and guile towards her was likely a bunch of men who don't have nut sacks sitting around in a room like literally did not have nut sacks like these are the eunuchs, yeah, the eunuchs. history yeah. going oh that one time we had a female emperor it was a bad idea she was what? terrible uh, she bitch. went on her period and she murdered everybody and that's all that women are good for is if you put them in power they'll murder everyone well, anyway um that sentiment doesn't really go away, does it? According to modern historians, China became great because of her. Like she was the effective administrator that they needed. And a lot of the reason why the historians and nobility of the time and then afterwards didn't like her was because, oh, you stole from the royal treasury. Well, my husband and my also my former employer look the other way. I'm not going to. That's a death sentence. You're going to die. Like those are deaths that we can attribute to her because she sentenced people to death for things like, you know, not being an effective bureaucrat for squandering half of the wealth of this province. Like, well, anyway, right. some deaths that we can attribute to her, though, is that whenever she did die, um, all of her servants and most of her children uh, were uh, asked to commit suicide so they could be buried alongside her. We know that happened for a fact, but that was just the normal thing that, that we they, did with that that the Chinese people did with emperors and empresses back in the day was oh yeah the, like uh, India also has a lot of this like if your husband has yeah, died you're expected to throw didn't yourself Egypt do that a lot oh Egypt yeah Egypt definitely They're famous did for that. but that was mostly so that you know the wife can't do exactly what Wu Zetan did which is you know start consolidating power immediately and Catherine the Great Catherine the Great did the same thing she uh her, I don't know if I've ever told you guys the story about how Catherine the Great's husband died anyway so she she cooed she, she did some cooage and um and a very very December 6th style cooage as well like the palace guards were in on the coup and um mm -hmm. And uh, her husband gave up and she put him in a prison off the coast of St. Petersburg in uh, oh, in the Baltic damn. or whatever that little gulf is. And then uh, she, with explicit instructions of guys, 
don't kill him. Don't let him die. <laughs> don't kill him. And then about a week later, he was dead. And they had to send out, of course, you know, to all the different courts of Europe and uh, and Central Asia, like, you know, the emperor is dead. Long live Empress Catherine. And, uh, and uh, in it, they claimed that he died due to complications of hemorrhoids. <laughs> and there's this very funny uh, dispatch from a uh, from a French diplomat to the British crown at the time, like a member of the British uh, court, basically, because, you know, the French and the British, they can't get it. It's a love hate relationship. They're frenemies. Um, right. He wrote back to his wife in Paris or rather at Versailles and said, well, I shall be uh, I shall be informing the consulate general that I will not ever be requesting a posting in Russia for I have hemorrhoids and there it is fatal. <laughs> but yeah, everyone everyone knew uh, that Catherine the Great probably had her husband killed. This mm-hmm. woman, Wu Zetan, yeah, she probably killed her husband, but uh, a lot of the death yeah, like, attributed just... to her if it wasn't an explicit, like, especially the, the child death, because she's blamed for a lot of infanticide, like almost a genocidal amount but, of like, look, infanticide. Look how high the infertility rates were. Yeah. High. Like even she's if you probably at, also still a better ruler of China than Winnie the Pooh. So <laughs> if yeah. you look at if you well, look I don't know, at, Xi Jinping is pretty fucking savvy. I'm not gonna lie, Xi Jinping is a smart cookie. He knows his shit, man. Like um, yeah, so, you, so he is not a silly old bear. He's not a silly old bear. <laughs> if you, if, I mean, just if you look at like English history, just how often like try, number one trying to keep up with people that keep taking the same titles. I'm like guys, you got to do like Rocky and put some Roman numerals at her after Duke of Cumberland because there's been like 50 Dukes of Cumberland. But like, <laughs> but yeah, like if they didn't die in battle or like, uh, you know what I mean? Like uh, there was one I can't remember which English king it was. They loved him. He was very effective, but he was also very manly and played sports and swam every day and was the paradigm of health. And then he got sick and fucking died. Just like that, you know, um, Richard the Lionheart took an arrow to the knee, right? Shouldn't mm-hmm. be a big deal. Also, fucking... Richard the Lionheart, like the British people fucking love Richard the Lionheart. He did not love them. Like he was all about getting back to Aquitaine. Oh. Like he did not give two flying shits about England. Well, no one cared. Up, like his, for his entire reign was like 30 years. He was in England for like 15 yeah. minutes. Well, no like, one really it, cared. <laughs> no one really cared about England. Cause remember they had parts of France. Like, so everybody, the, like the real stuff was the land that they owned in Europe. Uh, yeah. That's now France. And then of course, John, John Lackland was such a shitty King. He lost all the overseas land. And they're like, well, guess we're an Island nation now. like that's what that's what happened and the people that were still in france they were like you want to be on a shitty island or you want to be french what do you want to do because you better make a fucking decision pretty quick you got to go one way or the other um so do we want to get to the uh the dear wesley yes all right this one is interesting and also a little bit infuriating because this person kind of sorry you guys go on i just i'll be right back sorry this person buries the lead um, so this one says, dear Wesley, am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law I don't care about her sob story and that she needs to move on and shut up? So normally I'm kind of on the side of the poster because I generally mother-in-laws on these dear Wesleys are terrible. You know what I mean? Like mother-in-laws right. on these things are kind of like Disney, the worst. Yeah, Disney witches. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, she's going to steal a baby, isn't she? Uh-huh. Like that's that's what it is. So the wicked um, stepmother. So dear Wesley, uh, mother and I, mother-in-law and I used to get along all right. Uh, she used to babysit my daughter one day a week to help with the this cost. Is the mother-in-law. Of, yes, okay. to help with the cost of childcare. 
I had cameras set up in the house because honestly, my daughter's safety is the most important thing to me. This was not specific to mother-in-law, but my stepmom babysat occasionally as well as a teenager I paid. Um, so I used to check it fairly often. And one time mother-in-law did something I didn't like. It wasn't anything terrible. Just we have different styles. And I asked her not to do that again. So obviously she found, she, out, she found out about the camera. Oh, I'll get to that. She found out about the cameras. Mother-in-law flipped the fuck out. Now I know why, because uh, her husband, my father-in-law, didn't allow her to eat much, just grilled chicken and lettuce. And when she came to my house, she would eat junk food. And that's 100% fine. I would have never outed her. Um, and apparently she has issues because her husband is always humiliating her. He said he, yeah. paid, he, said he paid for a trophy wife and that she was going to look like one. So uh, mother-in-law screamed at Wait, me. Wait, so I was picturing like an old crone here. I guess she's just like... <laughs> uh hot so the so right, she continue. says later she says later on in the post and she hides it because she knows she's an asshole the thing the mother-in-law did that she saw on camera and confronted her about was her mother-in-law was like holding the baby baby threw up all over mother-in-law's shirt mother-in-law sets baby down takes shirt and i guess puts it in the sink or the wash or whatever and then comes back and plays with the baby while still wearing a bra and nothing else you know like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but apparently she saw okay. it on camera and was like, hey, I don't want you to do that again. And the lady's like, you have fucking cameras in here that you didn't tell me about? And she's like, yeah, my baby's safety is important. Um, so, like, you know, not to cut it short, but it goes on basically like um, her and the mother-in-law now don't get along. The mother-in-law makes snide comments um, about, like, you know, her being a perv and, and filming her and stuff. And so finally, one day she just snapped on her at a family gathering and was like, you know, shut up and I don't give a shit about your sob story, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, am I the asshole? And I was like, you fucking put cameras up and then invited somebody to your house and didn't go, hey, just so you know, there's nanny cams around. Yeah, yeah. And then did and like they ask her in the, the comments are like, did you apologize? And she's like, no. I'm like, so you filmed a woman in a vulnerable place with no top on. She's also in an abusive relationship. And yeah, then extremely yeah. abusive. Apparently, she was sold to her current husband. And then you doubled down on it. Like, you didn't go, I am, you know, I'm very sorry about that. I should have told you there's a nanny cam. You're just like, stop your sob story. What was her sob story? Um, the, sob, the sob story was basically the way her husband treat, treats her and stuff like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a story yeah. that I'd be willing to hear. Like, that's an awful thing that's happening to her, apparently. Um, but yeah, so the, the poster's like, am I the asshole? It's like, unequivocally, you are. And you also yes. didn't mention the shirt thing. And someone asked in the comments, they were like, hey, does she ever wear a bikini around your kid? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, then what the fuck? The, the only difference between that and yeah. a bra is the, the material. Yeah. Also, I mean, if it's a kid that's small enough to not be able to, like, to be being held and throwing up, like, that kid is going to have no memory. Yeah, that too. Grandma held me with a bra. Also, like, why are you sexualizing this kid's grandma? Like the little baby's like, mm, titties, yeah. Like that's also weird. It should be like, yeah, titties, mm, yeah, because it's fucking food. Yeah, not yeah. Like it's like people that like sexualize very. So young it would children. be all those words, just like without the the sexual connotation behind it. Yeah, mm, yeah. titties, yeah. But like it's just it's just weird. <laughs> like like fried I, chicken. I don't know. I get sexual about food sometimes. You guys. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, marinate it, baby. I mean, would you be horrified if you were three years old and your grandma walked by in a bra? Like, you don't have any memory of that. If I was three, I do have some memories of when I was three, not many. Very, I, I have memories from when I was three. I, uh, I brought, so I was in a walker and I brought, uh, you know, louver doors. 
like uh you know that like you know they like slide open and stuff so i was in a walker and i came around a corner too fast and i pulled a louver door off its track and onto the back of my sister's head (laughs) that was pretty funny yeah she was really upset with me but i didn't understand what was going on i remember (laughs) i remember being old enough my sister's two i must have been like two going on three my sister's like two years younger than me i do remember asking my mom questions about like my sister uh, she must have been really pregnant and like about babies and stuff. Cause I remember very specifically mom's like, you know, like babies come out of a special hole in a woman. And I remember going, can I see it? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and as that's like one of those ones where my brain was like, Oh, we should file this later. So when he's 36, it'll be like a weird shame memory of him asking to see his mother's vagina file that <laughs> in embarrassing file cabinet. Number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the alpha embarrassing memory of like keep that always brain yeah, well, yeah. embarrassing memory guys i gotta go <laughs> oh real quick what would Wes, what would wesley do what yeah. wesley do uh what well, can i show you the video then <laughs> <laughs> oh that's it all right guys uh this is the end of our podcast uh have have one um you know the socials listen to the last episode because we got to go Yep, yep. Uh, Have a good night. Bye, Desk Belt 3. We'll be out soon, right, Pete? On the YouTube channel. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later.